welcome to the Rich Psychic Goddess podcast, where the wacky and wicked build revolutionary billion dollar empires. I am your host, Ari Kala. Welcome everyone to the third episode of the Rich Psychic Goddess podcast. Today we have an amazing, amazing guest, Jessica Cam. She is an incredible energy sorceress. She has done some work with me over the last three months and she really just wanted to come on and share many different facets of developing military grade and beyond psychic abilities in a very short time. And we're here to smash out a lot of paradigms that people have around that as well, so that people can open themselves up to a more fast paced um, unfoldment of their true power. And in that have more fast paced manifestations, unlock, have doorways open, have inspirations and ideas drop in and download more regularly. So this is going to be a really beautiful, all encompassing chat today. That's going to open you up to more knowledge and inspiration and perception as to how you can bring more of the psychic magic into your own life. So thanks for being here, Jess. Let's just get you to have a little bit of an introduction for yourself. Yes, for sure. Thanks, Ari, for inviting me. I'm so excited to share more about myself and my journey that's been really fast, way faster than I expected. (laughs) And I never thought I would be here. So a little bit more about me. I am an energy sorceress, psychic trailblazer, whatever you call me. Uh, I am here to help people reconnect with the inner magic that they have inside of them that allows them to heal themselves and others, uh, specializing in helping people uh, become naturally free of pain. So that's what I work on. And yeah, I'm just super excited for today's topic. So this is pretty incredible because a couple of months ago, you would have called yourself a skeptic of yeah. all this stuff. Yes, right? pretty skeptical, but like um enough to like tiptoe into this area yeah so you felt a pull towards it even though there was a massive skeptic part in yourself yes exactly and and now you've come into psychic development and just taken it by the reins and just smashed it like beyond what people could comprehend right so yeah let's just talk about that because a lot of people have a lot of fear around really fast paced psychic development. They think that if they unlock all these abilities right away, they're going to lose control of reality. They're not going to be able to differentiate reality from fantasy, even if, even though there is no such thing as fantasy (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and, and have blurred lines between this world and the next and, and end up ultimately end up in psychiatric care. Like that is, for most of my clients, a massive fear for them. So can you just talk us about, talk us through how that didn't occur for you and through releasing that fear, how the psychic development just totally took off for you in that retrospect? For sure. So um, the way that I came into it was just coming from a background where I didn't believe in anything spiritual, was very much into the sciences and technology, Uh, was actually into programming, computer programming before. And um, yeah, just like growing up, I just knew that there was something more that I was missing out on. I just didn't know what exactly it was. 
the world just felt a little bit flat. And then as I started um, on my self-development journey, I started uh, opening up to these sorts of things, self-improvement. I started finding people that were spiritual and then people who uh, were intuitive and then eventually people who were full-blown psychic. And then, um, yeah, just like coming in from a very grounded perspective, um, I would say already kind of has built in breaks for how fast you can go. And me, I like to go really fast. And even though I wanted to go really fast, like I still noticed that there were like still like um, kind of like safety breaks, like like things to make sure that I wouldn't go insane during the process of mm -hmm. opening up too fast. And yeah, whenever I would open up in a certain way, it would happen slowly. For instance, uh, when seeing auras, the very first time, I didn't even see any colors. I actually had trouble seeing the very first time, uh, but eventually I got to see like a little uh, white outline around people. And then eventually as I started like putting my focus there and setting the intention that I wanted to focus on seeing people's auras, then I actually started seeing colors of not only people, but other objects and those sorts of things um, as well. So yeah, there's definitely safety controls around this entire process that your spirit guides and team will make sure uh, so that you're pretty grounded during this entire thing and you open up at the pace that you're meant to open up. Yeah, yeah. And I really feel the recipe for what enabled you to develop so quickly is because you had that passionate curiosity and you just wanted more. You like wanted a bigger reality. You wanted a bigger perception of what's truly out there and available for you. And you just released the fear. Every time the fear came up, you were like, let's smash that out. And you smashed it out. And then that enabled you to experience that next level of that ability right so yes. some things happen really quickly for you especially astral projection which is something that can take people many 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 years to develop and you literally started doing it pretty much right away so how how was your first experience of that because i know you had an absolutely incredible experience um of going out of your body and being taken into a spaceship so Yes. Can you tell us that story? Because that's super juicy. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so uh, even before I met you, I, I definitely wanted to astral project. I mean, I looked online, there were a bunch of like a whole bunch of different techniques um, that's that people said would take them that could take months or however long it takes. Um, like the rope one, especially like pulling. Um, yeah, just like imagining a rope and like pulling yourself out of your own body with it. Um, but yeah, just after our work together and just like smashing out the beliefs of um, that just came up for me in terms of like permanently leaving my body and related beliefs like that, then I was able to let go more and more. And pretty soon after that, like the, mer like the most vivid experience that I remember, like um, is the one that you mentioned. And that is, um, okay, so like, in the beginning, I would, uh, so there's different levels, right? So in the beginning, I would switch my perspective a lot uh, between like myself and then myself looking at myself, sleeping on the bed, that sort of a thing. But then as I got used to it, then I could focus most of my attention and awareness on uh, my outside, my astral body that was outside of myself. And like pretty soon after that, like I had an experience where 
I was meeting my, I said the intention that I wanted to meet my star family representative. He said that I could call him Avalon and he's a blue Arcturian with three fingers and, you know, like the big black eyes, that sort of a thing. And so um, I had different experiences. I mean, I saw him at like 5% opacity in my room. And then I believe it was pretty soon after that, that uh, when I wanted to astral project, then I met him. Then I had, then I just saw him in my room and like, I remember putting both of my hands up to his and it was just oh, like, like such a powerful, like paradigm shattering experience for me. And yeah, just like the feelings from that were so immense and loving, like beyond anything that I've experienced up until that point. And uh, and then after that, he said that um, there were a couple of things that he wanted to show me. So then I said, okay, yeah, I'm totally open well, to it. Let's you're in the spaceship. Well, uh, oh, so this was in my room. And I then, know. so after he got my permission, then we went on to his, uh, the spaceship, the Arcturian spaceship. And to me, it looked like kind of like a bunch of like pancakes, like metal, like metallic, like pancakes stacked on top of each other. And mm -hmm. when I went onto the spaceship, that was when you know, I got to meet other Arcturians um, that were on the craft. Um, and then I got to see like, kind of like uh, the interfaces that they used. Um, uh, there was like also like this kind of like machine in the corner where they could, uh, I think like disassemble stuff and like just break stuff down that they didn't need anymore. And then he brought me to kind of, it looked like a kind of like a command room where there was just like holograms of the earth. And he just told me about how like a lot of the Arcturians are here around the earth, protecting the earth, helping people heal. And that like, I have a big role as a healer. And at that time I was thinking like, what i'm a healer <laughs> since since when um so i so so yeah and then i realized that up until that point there were a couple of signs before that that uh, if i paid attention to more carefully then i would have recognized them and definitely they were pointing me in this path of being a healer and he's and um yeah he just showed me because i asked him okay so i'm a healer so like you know how does it work like what do i even do i don't even know what to do um and then he showed me that uh, I would eventually get to the point where I would have a hologram of whoever I was working on. And just whenever that came up, then I would see like a bunch of different, different information on them. Um, I would see like kind of like dense areas and blockages and other places that would be good to work on for that person. And yeah, that, uh, that he, that calling upon him and, like 11 other of uh, Octarian, of his Octarian friends, um, that they would just come and they would like help me as well. So I'm not alone. So like when that hologram comes up, then I can like move my hand across it, do other things. And they will also be around me, surrounding me and also working on it at the same time. Uh, it's definitely evolved since then, but that was a really powerful experience. Yeah, and and he said something. I remember you, you coming back and saying, he told me that I'm to build a world changing trillion dollar empire with this new technology that they're going to continue to give me. So what, what was that feeling like to be 22 years old, right? And be told yes. that you're here to build a trillion dollar healing empire to transform this planet that an alien is going to give you all the instructions and blueprints for what, what was that like? That was pretty insane. I was thinking, 
Did I get that wrong? Like, did you? Is it with a T? Is it with a V? Is it with an M? Like, is this for real? Did I like? Did I like screw up the signal somehow and just change it? <laughs> but um, yeah. So like initially, I was definitely like very like wow. I've never like even heard like a number that big before. Um, there's not even like a, I'm pretty sure there's trillionaires in the world, but definitely. Um, most people just talk about millionaires and billionaires. So that was definitely next level. And I had no idea like what the heck would really encompass and like what the heck I would even do to get to that point and that sort of thing. So I was definitely, um, I definitely did pull back a little bit the first mm -hmm. time I heard it, but as time went on and I was like, okay, no, 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 I'm going to open up to it. Cause I know that I'm meant to open up to it and that just things will just start falling into place when I open up to it. And it did. So, like, as soon as I started opening up to it, they started showing me, uh, like, glimpses of the future and, like, the people I helped and how I helped them, um, what industry, like, kind of, like, like a, like a large bird's eye view of the entire process, like, starting with, like, the, like, health and wellness industry, so definitely healing and then branching out into uh, other industries, like, uh, like, beauty and then, like wearables and then yeah just over the last wearable years, technology yes wearable yeah physical wearable technology and yeah different pieces have started coming in over time as well because like like yeah they know that if they gave me all that information all at once i would yeah. freak out and, and it, was it was amazing to see that the more you relaxed and came to acceptance with the idea the more obviously your crown chakra was open to receive the information. Whereas if you were to go, Oh my God, trillionaire, like that's horrible and scary. And how the heck am I going to do that? I don't know how to do that. You wouldn't be getting the information. And I remember exactly. saying like at first being scared about the trillionaire idea, and then you released that and you came to terms with it. And then it dropped in that you were here to revolutionize the medical industry with, with tech, with sp more bringing spirituality into technology and having that as a foundational part of hospitals and, and whatnot. And I was just like, that's freaking amazing and insane yes. at the same time, but insanely good. Right. Yes, insanely um, good. We all know that that industry needs a renovation, like an, a complete overhaul. Right. So definitely. Um, that was just absolutely incredible to see that the more you came to acceptance of an idea, the more your your star family um, could put the ideas and and technologies and information into your conscious awareness for you to utilize, right? And that's yes. a massive thing that humanity has forgotten is that we walk around closed over and hunched over all the time, absorbed in our drama and our victimhood. <laughs> And in that, we're actually not giving permission to our guides to help us. We're blocking them off. And so we feel lonely and we feel a victim and we feel like it's all too hard. And we feel like we've got the weight of the world on our shoulders. And how the heck am I going to be a part of this revolution and, and change this planet when my guides don't even, you know, ensure that I have enough money, you know? And it's like, like the more you relax and allow them to come in and ask them to come in and give them permission to come in and be open to new things and be open to change, the more things are going to change. And that means that the money thing is going to start being met. They want your money needs to be met so that you can focus on the higher frequency stuff, right? They don't want us wallowing around trying to pay our bills because that's keeping us in the enslavement system.
right? So yes, for sure. this uh, psychic expansion process really enables us to uh, go through a process of transhumanism, which is moving beyond the human condition and into our creative genius selves that have enough money always to last lifetimes, right? And that means that we can just focus on our genius and our passions and deliver that to the planet um, because our consciousness allows for us to do that. And that's really been beautiful to see that process unfold for you. And you're still in the early stages of your of your business because this has all happened so quickly. Yes. But you're already really clear on um, how to work with clients. You've got high-end packages, 100K, 50, 30, 50, 100K packages, you know, like that means, that's crazy. Most people couldn't imagine starting a business and, and pretty much right away um, have that confidence in, in what you're doing to be working at that level. And that's just been absolutely incredible to see you just go you know what these are the people I need to work with to make huge change on this planet let's put it out there I don't have to start from the bottom up we're not in that paradigm anymore right we just yeah. go straight for what we want yes that's been, yeah it's straight for what we want and straight for what we're here for at the same time um, yes and yeah. we're gonna make a big impact so yeah taking all the steps necessary and whatever um, ways that we get fooled to yeah beautiful and so what what has what else has unfolded for you psychically i know that um you've had a couple of really positive remote viewing experiences where you've had accurate remote viewings what was that like to experience that yes so um i remember that we were playing uh, a remote viewing game uh, both of us you and i ari and yeah, like in the beginning, it was just like, oh, I want to get this right. Because, you know, like high achiever, like, you know, good student wants to get it right, like on the first try, because if you don't, then it's kind of like, oh, well, you failed, that yeah. sort of thing. But as I um, just relaxed into it more and just like, you know, let go and was unattached to, you know, getting it right or not, that's when the information actually was able to slip in and not get like, like, um, get like noise added to it by by myself and that was when um, I was actually able to uh, get the image and get the information of what you drew and get it pretty much 90% correct so you mm -hmm. drew um, like a flower so I drew I drew a flower with six petals and then one stem and one leaf and then I was thinking about well I think there's a line on this leaf but I'm not sure but you know i doubted myself which i've learned to not do as much and just sent it to you and then you said like yeah that's right i did draw a flower with six petals and one stem and one leaf and i did have uh, a leaf in the middle and then there was also a sun on the side mm. but yeah that was that was amazing because i thought like you would have i thought like oh well it, it might take like months to to get to like this level like or weeks, however long it takes, but it just happened within like a couple of days. I don't even remember how yeah. fast it happened. Yeah. Four and that hours. was really through, you know, that's what I love about the mindset work of psychic abilities. Cause it was your mind totally blocking you from getting the image. Cause you were so caught up in making sure that you got it right. Yes. That, that blocked you off from the information. And so as soon as you just had a playful approach to it, it was like, bam, there it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why I really find, you know, you can practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. But if you hadn't released those mindset blocks, 
you would still be practicing and not really getting anywhere because yeah. you'll be like like anxious about getting it wrong Definitely. Yeah. and then getting frustrated with yourself and not getting it right and then digging a hole deeper and deeper and deeper into the belief system that you suck at it and it's never going to work for you so it was really awesome to see you switch timelines from going down this downward spiral of like, I can't do this, I suck, this is shit, you know, <laughs> to going, it's not the end of the world if I don't ever get it right, I'm just gonna yeah. give it a go. And boom, you know, there it was. Um, I, I really wanna talk about what you found the difference was between remote viewing and astral projection, because I know we did a lot of work around um, what level of consciousness you kept in your body. Um, and, and whatnot. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's quite new and pioneering for people. Um, and a lot of people don't understand the difference between remote viewing and astral projection. So can you just give your sort of concept um, and experience with that? Yes. Okay. So my sort of experience is that, so for remote viewing, it, for me, it's more like, like, um, like physically like being here like in my body and then just kind of getting like informations and intel that just get fed into my mind's eye um but then for astral projection it's like it's more of an experience where like i like my uh the eternal part of myself my um astral body light body whatever you call it like actually separates and my consciousness leaves my body to like go around and explore like my room, different things around my room, like float up and like see past my house and all the other houses, um, go to just like, um, yeah, like go to different planets, go onto <laughs> spacecraft and spaceships, go to like the park at night, um, go to like inner earth, those sorts of things. So I would say that, yeah, like for me, uh, remote viewing is more of like, like, it just feels like I'm in the same place versus like astral projection is, uh, astral projection feels like me, like I'm in another place, but I can also switch back between like where I am, like if I'm on a, on a Korean spaceship, I can switch back between that and feeling like I'm back in my bed. Yeah. 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 So I know like we very much developed with astral projection and, and this is incredible for people to hear. So that's what I want to talk about is creating different um, consciousness levels that you keep in your body. So initially we started with like 20%, no, it was much higher. It was like 90% consciousness in your body. So a little bit of you would leave and then working it down to 80%, then 70%, then 60%, all the way down to 10% where you were still slightly aware of your body um like you could check back in with it if you wanted to but a majority of your consciousness was elsewhere having a separate experience and so what was your experience of, of working it that way where you could you could slowly but quickly at the same time work up to the confidence and the mind the mind strength um and the trust to leave your body like that yes it's yeah, I mean, it's really magical how you can actually, how there's actually ways that you can like step up to it um, or step down into it, whatever your perspective is. Um, instead of like being like completely going from like not astral projecting to like completely like full blown astral projection and getting freaked out along the way. So like having those like set points or like those save points are mm -hmm. it's very nice actually, so that I can like ease into it and 
Yeah. Like build up like in the beginning thinking, oh, am I actually doing it or not? And then just changing and tweaking a couple parameters as I feel like it. And then just allowing myself in that way to choose how much I want to explore and um, explore. Yeah. Explore in that way. Uh, and yeah, other things that are possible. So yeah, like being able to choose like how much of me like is still in my body versus outside of my body is really neat because in the beginning I had a lot of fears about leaving my body like oh mm-hmm. if I leave it permanently or something like that so yeah being able to like kind of like partition myself like more and more like outside of my body is is very cool yeah and uh, back to remote viewing I want to talk about the little bit of um eclectic witchcraft that we brought into it um where we actually um came across a familiar a spirit familiar for you who um, you can um, give remote viewing tasks to. So can you talk about that a little bit? Because that's pretty crazy for most people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so for me, uh, like what, so when we were setting up the parameters and containers uh, for remote viewing, uh, what came up for me was that um partitioning part of myself into a dog. So it was a Rottweiler and allowing myself to have remote viewing experiences through the, through the senses of the Rottweiler, which is pretty neat because like Rottweiler, Rottweilers, dogs have a different, uh, they see a different spectrum and um, they're also four legged instead of two legged. And they have like a better sense of hearing and smell as well so it was a really neat experience to go to the pyramids and like go underneath there and go exploring and um yeah just from a totally different perspective that that was like completely like also also paradigm shattering shattered a lot of paradigms during our time together um uh because it was definitely it it was definitely a different feeling than being human but also i still know that yeah, I was still me. And like, Mm -hmm. there's like a whole wide range of experiences available to me. So that was awesome. Yeah. So it was like by location, shape shifting shit. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, And so you experienced a dog like reality through a dog's lenses, like you experienced the heightened senses and the different vision. Yes, I didn't see colors anymore. It was like, more of like a fuzzy black and white, except for like, maybe like bright spots here and there yeah amazing that's incredible which I did not which I did not like like purposely think like oh I'm gonna like because I totally forgot I was thinking like okay yeah I'll just you know put my consciousness into the dog and then whatever experience I have is whatever I have and then later it was only until after we talked about it that I realized like oh actually what I was seeing was not actually in color (laughs) yeah that's amazing um And that also gives you a little bit of a disguise as well, <laughs> which is quite yeah. um, interesting. So if you ever want to um, go somewhere where you don't mm. want to represent your consciousness, you can be in the dog's consciousness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, brilliant. So what else would you like to to touch on? Any? What was the development of your developing your healing abilities? So how did that start to unravel? through channeling and whatnot. Yes, for sure. So um, definitely after 
the first experience that I had on the Arcturian ship, I was thinking like, oh, okay, well, um, definitely, this is definitely a sign for me to go um, and revisit, like, because uh, I got access to an energy healing course before that um, someone gave to me for free in exchange for helping her out. And I honestly just looked at it for information on the chakras, but didn't like actively, um, I guess, like take it seriously. Um, so I went through all of that again, and then also like, um, you know, continued to have conversations, uh, with my guides and all of that in the beginning, I wasn't allowing myself to You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you just cut out. Interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so in the beginning, I wasn't allowing myself to always get uh, messages from my guides. Um, but then, like, as I eased into it, then I started receiving messages. Uh, but along the way, um, my guides also, like, just, like, happened to, they, my guides, like, kind of, like, sent me resources through other people because I wasn't always listening. Like my friend would say like, oh, check out this video. Or like, oh, check out this book. Or like, oh, check out this guy. And I'm like, what? These are like all different people and they're all sending me like related stuff in like the same day or like really like within like like a very short time frame. Um, so then when I started going into those and looking into those, then I started expanding myself to what's possible because a lot of other people are already doing it and um, you know, testing the boundaries for the possibilities with energy healing. And so when I had that confidence, then I started streaming in a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of uh, the more custom stuff for me in terms of like how I work with Arcturians. And then it came to like a bunch of different beings, like the dragons, and then like a whole bunch of other ones also showed up. And then more than just beings now, like uh, things that are typically consider inanimate objects also showed up to me like my grimoire from the past millennia so yeah, yeah. Super so, for tell us about tell us about the grimoire what is a grimoire for people who don't know and what what is it for for you yes so a grimoire is essentially a spell book that witches have of all their different spells and stuff of, and stuff like that that they've accumulated over the over the years over their lifetimes. The one that came up to me that was flipping its own pages in front of me <laughs> and opening your physical sight, clairvoyance. Uh, it was in my mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. It was in my mind's eye, but there was like a uh, like a faint bit of it that was also like with my physical eyes so kind of like borderline between the two but yes um so yeah the grimoire was just like opening and closing itself and saying how it would love to help me out in my healing sessions and it said that it was my grimoire of all the lessons that i've learned and all the spells and everything from the past like 1000 years um and i've also gotten more information now uh in terms of like how it actually helps in my healing and kind of like glimpses as well as to what exactly it does and um, how it works with the other beings in my spiritual entourage. So it's pretty amazing. That is incredible. So can you just access this grimoire just through your conscious effort? Yeah. So when exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever I want to make contact, like for instance, uh, like earlier today, I just wanted to, you know, talk to it a little bit more about like, okay, so can you tell me like a little bit more about what exactly you helped me out with? Um, 
I would, I actually like, you know, close my eyes and I've gotten to the point where I can just voice channel now and I'm pretty comfortable with that. So just, you know, set the intention for what I, who I want to contact and, you know, what I want to know, um, that sort of a thing. And then just had it speak through me and then I will listen to the recording afterwards. Um, and it told me how it was going to work together with, um, like the, it, yeah, how it definitely helps with um, the healings and works together with my witch self that I also met before in October uh, from like another lifetime. Um, and how like those two, as well as like, uh, as well as like other, like a pair of gloves and like a magic wand <laughs> also showed up as well, like how they all work together to um, kind of like sprinkle in some extra like healing magic from like all of my past lives, other lives, parallel lives, whatever you call it, um, into the healing session and how they all, they're also tied with my trillion dollar empire and how they're actually going to help me with enchanting, uh, items. So like enchanting magical items for the future. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. So what's your message to the skeptics of all this? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> putting you on the spot there. But. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. I love it. So I know that this might seem like nonsense and like we're pulling stuff out of our butts. And I would have said the same thing a couple of months ago, but I would like you to consider what, what the things that you consider logical really are and the things that you know, make sense, you know, going from like A to B to C, that sort of a thing. And like, show me the results. Like, does, yeah, like, for instance, where does the visible action, where does the visible actually come from? Mm -hmm. like, does it actually come from the invisible? And is logic, is nonsense actually logic of a higher order? Yeah. So just I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say is nonsense a logic of a higher order yes is nonsense logic is nonsense actually logic of a higher order did you come up with that yeah <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that's that is a really good um yeah that's just incredible um you can imagine like all sorts of um people talking about that just one sentence on stage <laughs> like that's amazing. yes <laughs> Your whole edX talk just on that um yeah incredible so um what let's just talk about your experience with your eyes too so you're when developing physical sight clairvoyance and now it's amazing that pretty much every client that comes to me who wears glasses when we dig into why their body chose to start wearing glasses we actually uncovered suppressed memories from childhood where oh. they had terrifying spiritual experiences that they didn't understand. So physical sight clairvoyance or um, some sort of trauma that they had that they didn't want to be witness to. And so their eyes, and that's what we found with you, just cho choose to not want to see anymore. And so through you coming to terms with that um, and being aware of that and um, then doing what you needed to do to develop your physical sight clairvoyance you started to wear your glasses a lot less um and trusting your eyes a lot more and you were noticing you know you weren't seeing triples 
quadruples, <laughs> six tuples of things anymore. That yeah, I don't even know what you would call it in my case. I don't think there's like a number. I think it's just time, whatever number, times thirty, times twenty-five. I don't think there's like a real word for it. When you looked at the moon without your glasses, you would see like sixteen moons or something. Well, okay, so that so actually before that, I would see between like twenty-five and thirty. It was after we uncovered like the suppressed memories around like what happened when I was around kindergarten and how I was actually seeing like a like a ghostly figure of a girl like standing by the rose bushes of uh, like my first like first grade class and also uh, and then also you know talking to adult about it and them saying oh you know no one's there and then like me just getting freaked out because I didn't know how to handle her and then also seeing like in the classroom also seen like these uh these like kind of like impish goblin like creatures just like hanging around and like running across the walls and like messing with the the numbers on the wall and also the alphabet um which is very distracting and also kind of freaky because no one else is really seeing what i was seeing and all the adults were like oh no 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 nothing's there that sort of a thing um like after bringing that to the surface and coming to terms with that and like, you know, dropping like all the, the trauma and all that around there and like going back to the like past, like through, uh, through like intention and through um, my third eye or like through my, my mind's eye, which is like a portal in itself uh, and going to like change like my reactions to those things in the past and that's when I noticed that my vision got a lot better so instead of seeing between 25 and 30 moons in the sky it's actually a little hard to count because when I would start counting it would actually all start moving so I kind of like count from like the corners of yeah or from like the peripherals of my vision but it actually went from that to between like 10 and 15 like on a good day yeah amazing yeah incredible um yeah, and you you then started using your own channeled healing modalities and whatnot to help with that, and you found um, you would find that you would have at times like crystal clear vision for a couple of moments, um, and then it would go back to normal. So, what's your experience with that and your take on that, um, and uh, your journey of getting it to the point of just having you know twenty twenty vision all the time? Yes, so. Um, definitely I've also had flashes of clear vision um, after um, releasing a lot of that doing more belief work and a lot of a lot more inner work I was able to without my glasses for the first time see like 100% clear vision um, just looking down on the ground in like a really small part of my visual field so you know right near the center right near the center and then like and then I was just, you know, appreciating it, appreciating it all, taking it all in. And then I would blink and then it would go back to what it was before. Um, but now after working on myself more, continuing to, you know, do the same healing that I would do in other people on myself, as well as more guidance that I'm always getting, then I've noticed that like the amount of like um, my experience of clear vision is actually a lot more frequent. So instead of just like, you know, maybe that one time per day, it actually happens like multiple times a day and it also lasts longer. So um, definitely, definitely still a journey and I'm still working on it, but 
yeah, I'm like super excited for where this takes me. And I know I've seen it as a possibility and I, my guides keep telling me it is a possibility. So I know it's pretty much right around the corner. Yeah. Amazing. And obviously, you know, it's crazy to think that if you can have clear vision for moments at a time, obviously you can have it all the time. Like yeah. what is causing that, those moments of absolute clear vision without any need for glasses, you know, absolute 2020 crystal clear vision. How can, how is that possible that you can have a medical issue, right? But then have crystal clear moments of pure vision through your physical eyes, right? Like that is, that's pretty amazing. Obviously it's there for you, right? And it's a process that is happening and it's a process that's available to you, right? And it's like a moment of pure clarity, right? Where you're unhindered by any sort of post-traumatic stress or, you know, repressed trauma or anything like that, belief systems that aren't supportive. You've got like a clear slate for a, a moment, right? And then something pops back in and then it's back to normal. You know, it's like, isn't that amazing that our reality really is experienced through everything that's inside our own head. Like, yeah. And we're experiencing that tangibly with physical sight. Yes. So I can actually like for people that want to that would say like, Oh, you know, show me the physical results. Well, that in itself is like a physical result for me and enough for me to continue like, you know, really embracing all of these, these gifts and opening up myself and surrendering even more to this entire thing. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing for many people. Um, many skeptics are always wanting proof and hard evidence. And it's like, you actually can't have really hard evidence or solid proof for anything. Like most of your beliefs that you're running on that skeptic are unfounded beliefs that you don't have any evidence for, but you've just taken them on as truth and believe them regardless. And we choose to believe our truth as you know, our realities as our truth. And therefore we all live in our own individual reality. So, you know, I've had people say to me and to my, some of my clients as well, that, you know, you need to be hospitalized. Like <laughs> you're having delusions of grandeur and psychosis and schizophrenia. And but just because my reality is more expanded than them, you know, I'm experiencing more than the one, one millionth of reality that humans actually experience. I'm going, I want to experience more of that. And I'm at peace with that. And I know that if I see something that somebody else can't see, that doesn't mean I'm crazy. Right. I really yeah. feel the, the fine line is when people's crown chakra is fully open and they're fully open to all these abilities and they don't know how to handle it or they don't have the resources to handle or the know how to handle it, that then they can succumb to, to mental illness in a sense. But when we're doing it in a, in a controlled grounded environment with scientific science proven tools to do it, that it's much safer and much, um, we have much more trust and faith in ourselves and our ability as well as our guides and our higher selves to only unlock to us what we're ready for and I really feel like that's why you've developed so quickly is because you were like just give me more give me more give me more I'm ready for it yeah (laughs) yes and whatever was coming up you were just like let's let's get it rid of it like let's smash it let's transform it yeah let's move on into bigger and better things and I really feel like that drive and passion you have is what keeps you moving at such a high momentum forward 
Yes, for sure. And like another thing that like ever since I've started opening up until this space is just like another passion of mine that also drives me to continue doing this at the rate that I'm doing it and opening myself up to it is that I really want to see a world where people remember how magical they truly are, not just like airy, fairy, fluffy, like white clouds and unicorns, but uh, really like how magical they are and also in a tangible way as well. And then when one more people wake, in, uh, wake up to that and it starts spreading around, then we'll just live in like a super magical world where people are open to these things and these things are normal rather than uh, like rare and on like the fringes of society sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. And that's what I love about building this army of intergalactic missionaries, um, because we're here to remind humanity of its natural state. We're not living in our natural state. We're living so far from it. And that's why so many people are living every day completely sad in despair. Um, and when we rem remember that everyone is psychic and everybody has amazing abilities and everyone's super connected to the universe and any everyone can accomplish whatever they want to, none of this stuff that you're experiencing is off limits for anyone. Like everyone can do this, right? Everyone yeah. can do this. They just have to have the will and the drive um, and the ambition and the, the curiosity for it, right? And how, how through doing this development this seemingly intangible development for yourself how has that changed your quality of life oh yeah it's totally changed everything i mean like just knowing and like being able to like well yeah being able to like zoom out more easily and see the the bigger picture of things and not get so caught up in stuff that a lot of people get caught up on such as like yeah like just like oh you know just there's just this, there's just just there's just this one life yolo that sort of thing gotta like enjoy it to the maximum you have to you have to do this because or else you're a failure that sort of thing like just being able to yeah like zoom out and also uh be supported in like so many different ways and yeah just realize that i'm never alone because my entire all my spirit guides and spiritual entourage are there to help me um with what i'm meant to do here in this world and in this life and i can also like pull on like other lifetimes and like so many other things that i'm not even aware of right now it's just yeah so magical and yeah like <laughs> it's so, yeah. so fun at the same time and and i want to touch on mental health because like I just said, a lot of people can take this as ill mental health, having these spiritual experiences. So how has this process of developing psychically improved your mental health? Yes, it's actually helped me like drop a lot of like the anxieties and stuff that like most people have, like, yeah, in relation to like, oh, you, I have to do this. I only have one life, that sort of a thing. Like all of those like, um, like shattering all those paradigms and like dropping all of those belief systems that are just accumulated over time from society is yeah really helpful and freeing and allows me to live an ex like a expanded uh more fulfilling version of myself that i never thought was possible yeah and it's all about conjuring this energy of i just want to see how far i can take it 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep doing this and have fun and just keep expanding beyond our limitations and, you know, develop to the point where we can literally like go off planet in our physical bodies you know, by clicking our fingers and teleporting, like, let's do that. Let's get to that point. There's quantum mechanics proves that there's no actual reason why we can't do that. It's really just our own mind limitations. Right. And so that's what I love about science is coming out the, the new quantum mechanics and neuroscience and all that, because it's really proving to us that we truly are limitless, even on a biological level. And our, our brains are our portals and our gateways. And so when we're developing our neurology, like we've been doing, you know, psychically um, wiring our brains, that we begin to experience that limitless in physical form and things we shape shift easier, even physically um, and, and mentally and emotionally. And, and therefore we can attract what we want into our lives so much easier through that um, perception change and that identity change consistently just consistently being open to seeing how far you can take it and being excited and curious about that and and propelled towards that. And that's what creates natural momentum towards continuous quantum leaps. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So what do you see for how far, like what are your big aspirations? Let's just put it out there now for how far you want to take your psychic development in this lifetime for what you can currently comprehend okay so for what i can currently comprehend i want to be able to like materialize anything that i want just like on the spot whether it be like a cupcake because i'm hungry and i want a cupcake or um just like some new technology that's also that's also what i've been shown that maybe a little bit challenging to make with the current ways that we physically make things. And so like being able to do that um, on demand whenever I wish, like as often as I wish, um, is definitely something that I would love to do. And I've definitely seen it as a possibility, so I know it's a possibility. Um, what else? I would love to shape shift, not just in, not just have, uh, and have like physical experiences where I'm a dog running around and, you know, flying around the sky and that sort of a thing. Um, ooh, yeah, I would definitely be, love to be able to teleport, not just off planet, but also to, and not just off planet and various places in the world, but also um, to inner earth and like go exploring there as well. Mm. Yeah, and have like powerful uh, clairvoyant experiences where I'm literally like seeing myself choose the timeline that I'm on. Yeah, like those memes, you know, those memes where they have like people seeing all the maths and like, working out all the maths around their head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Algorithms and stuff. It's like that, but you're seeing like the different mathematics of the different timelines and can go hmm, like scrolling through Netflix, you know, you're like, hmm, that one. <laughs> exactly (laughs) and then living that you know like living that and having that solid evidence and that solid tangible experience thereafter and that's what you've really been developing a lot of um confidence and trust and faith in in your next level is having that power to choose timelines and then actually physically experiencing that um and so that that's a big thing that most people are working many people um are working on because that that's really amazing that you don't have to be a victim to whatever happens next, that you can literally decide with every single fiber in your being as to what's happening next. And it's really only 
the doubt and disbelief in the universe supporting you and disbelief in your guides and disbelief in you getting what you want um, and things like that that trip up that experience and meddle with the frequencies and meddle with the timelines and keep you in a belief system where you don't believe that you can create your reality how you really wish it. And so it's really flipping that on its head and going, you know what, let's just try it. Let's just fully 100% believe in this future and live it and work it and make it happen and experience it and do that time and time and time again. So that's really where you're at at the moment. And and I'm also there. (laughs) Many people that are in my sphere are really yes hardly working on that this year and um having that I guess uh, bringing even more tangibility into this psychic work for each ability you know like really tangibly using clairvoyance to pick those timelines and um meet our soulmate clients you know from that timeline and then begin to experience that person in our physical reality um like all these sorts of amazing things are happening um like even just in the past week a whole bunch of amazing opportunities have opened up for me and I literally just put it out there that I wanted to get you know this work that I'm doing out there on a massive global scale and now you know it was just a passing thought and a desire and all this stuff has eventuated from that in literally like a week like multiple different opportunities you know filming a documentary and um developed a new business relationship and stepping into doing this in corporate environments and it's just like you know a year ago I couldn't even fathom this as my reality and now I'm here Mm -hmm. fathoming my next reality (laughs) in a sense and that's the same for you and that's so exciting being in that creator creator space yeah precisely yeah Awesome. Cool. So is there anything you want to sign off with? Any message that you have for anybody who's watching this and, and looking up to you and um, wanting to go, wanting to sort of uh, start this process for themselves and release, you know, they're feeling a lot of fear or blocks come up um, listening to you. Um, what's your advice for them? Yes. So I would say like something that you can do really quickly, like on the spot, whenever like those things just like come up. Um, Cause like sometimes like when there's like a bunch of stuff going on in our mind, it's, it's a little hard to handle. And sometimes like we can also like feel it in our body and it like feels like super tense and we are not really sure what to do. Um, one thing that I love to do is just, it's like super quick, easy, simple. I don't even have to like think about anything. Uh, it's just, like kind of like what you sh- uh, you shared with me, Ari, just um, going into um, this position that synchronizes both of the hemispheres. So just like crossing your hands over each other and just um, holding them like that, as well as crossing the ankles. And then what I've added on top of that now as well is just like imagine like just like this nice, clean, um, universal energy, you know, like birds chirping, like that kind of vibe, just like just like enter your system and like I've noticed that you know my body like like just like there's tingling sensations in my body and it just drops out of my system like that so that's Mm -hmm. something super easy you can do yeah yeah and that's just activating both brain hemispheres to work in harmony and communicate and that's really how we get blocks is our brain hemispheres aren't communicating with each other and so therefore the electrical current of that block of that thought of that belief system is remaining trapped really that simple (laughs) like and that's what I love bringing 
um, neuroscience and quantum mechanics into this because it gives it such a deeper foundational tangibility that you can literally like biohack your biology to up level your psychic abilities and your manifestation abilities and the way that you live your life on a daily basis it's just like you know like exactly absolutely mind expanding um bridging the gap by using every single aspect our spirit our emotional body our our mental body our um, our physical body and doing the work on all of those all of those levels um in harmony together and that's where magic unfolds really 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 quickly yeah yeah Beautiful. Awesome. So I am going to drop the link for Jess's new group. She's just started a new Facebook group. Um, So I'm going to drop the link for that. Obviously, it's free. Go in there, immerse yourself in her genius network, get to know people, get to know her. Um, And yeah, if if that's calling you to um, step into her sphere a little bit more, then that option is there. So I'll drop the link in the comments um, as well as in the description in the podcast. And yeah go and make magic so yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for coming today Jess and openly and vulnerably sharing your story to an audience you know of, of strangers um it's it's a big thing to do especially talking about taboo crazy topics like aliens and all that sort of stuff so I really com- commend you for sharing your story and opening people's perceptions as to what's possible for them Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like definitely my pleasure. I mean, I would have wanted someone to, I would have loved to see someone talk about this and just talk about all the crazy things. Like it was normal, um, all in a row, that would have been like smashing a lot of my blocks. Um, But yeah, so I'm like, super happy to, to give back and it like, super fulfilling. And I yeah, just love it because I know that people are meant to hear this. And it'll do a lot of good in the world. So thanks for inviting me, Ari. Yeah, for the higher good of humanity, thank you all for coming and watching or listening. And we look forward to getting to know you more in our spheres. So much love and magic. Bye. Bye.